I'd like to welcome you to the Hunting Dog Public Podcast. I'm your host, Miles Miller. Here we'll be discussing pleasure hunts, competition hunts, and anything else related to the use of hunting dogs. It's our sole purpose to bring awareness to the sport of hunting with dogs. And now it's time to let's talk some dogs. Hey guys, we've teamed up with Light Boots. They have the lightest 16-inch waterproof boot ever made. They have a one-piece injection mold design which increases durability. Some people say they are like walking on a cloud. All I know is if it ain't light, it ain't right. Go check them out at lightboots, L-I-T-E-B-O-O-T-S dot com. And they gave us a discount code for 10% off, THDP10. Y'all go check them out. Today's word comes from Matthew 5:14. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Matthew 5:14. Hello. What's up, man? Man, what's going on? Just trying to make a little money, man. I've been busy here lately. Yeah. Working. I heard that. Working, working. What about you? How y'all doing? Man, we we making it. We just got in from the deer camp. We had a long weekend, and uh, I saw that. I saw uh, I saw on Facebook what brief little bit I got to look at it over the weekend. Looking at everybody enjoying life here lately, and wishing I was one of them. But I saw you uh, had your little blood dog out, so it looked like that was fun. Man. Uh, just I just put on there. It was probably one of the more enjoyable weekends I ever had. We we tracked a couple deer. Uh, one deer had no blood. One deer had a little bit of blood, but we were able to track a couple deer. And then uh, yesterday evening we topped it off. My little boy, he'll be five next month, and uh, he shot a doe yesterday evening. And boy, he was pumped up. So that's what it's all about. I, I love I love seeing them kids do it. I know I remember a uh, long time ago. Uh, my daughter, when my daughter killed her first deer, I had a a family friend over here that, that had a pretty good little spot that I sweetened up, and uh, it was pretty much dedicated. You know, the little place was her spot. And the first time I took her, uh, her first deer was actually eight point. She shot one evening. Man, we walked up on that deer. I don't know who was more tickled, and and I I know who was crying. It, it ended up being me. <laughs> oh, I, I guarantee was, it. I was overwhelmed, man. It it shook me up bad, but that's good stuff. Yeah, it was definitely in a a, a different pace for me, you know. And uh, yeah, it was a, it was a good weekend yeah. for sure. Oh yeah, it looked like everybody had a pretty good weekend. Or, like I said, I've been really since June. I haven't got to do much this year. I hope it's about to change, but I've been working some crazy hours this year. And I worked all this weekend, but I've seen, you know, I try to keep up with everybody at the hunts. Man, Mississippi looks stacked, bro. I'm telling you, Mississippi is it's brutal. I, I'd hate to know I was trying to run a dog in uh, the Mississippi race this year. Yeah, they have uh, several several good dogs, and they look like they had a, a pretty good weekend over at Bobby's this weekend. Treat some squirrels. Yeah, how about how about that? I also I, I saw that that Bobby and the little is it is it Junior Jr. Yeah. What is it? That's homegrown right there. I think Bobby's Bobby's out of a uh, old Don, if I'm not mistaken. I was pretty tickled. I hadn't got a chance to message him yet, but I was I was kind of proud of old Bobby. Looks like you made the final, so that's that's good. Yeah, good deal. Yeah, Harlow's whooping everybody, but I mean, <laughs> Harlow's running away with it. I think old dancer. Yeah, she's uh, well, you know, she was great last year, and it looked like he just kind of picked up where they left off. Yeah, you know, she's been very, very consistent. 
which is the name of the game. Yep. Uh, the hound haters just going to keep on hating, I guess. I don't know, you know. <laughs> well, she, but, hey. hound haters, she had plus points this weekend, so. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Hey, whatever it takes, man, you know, if you go play the game, you you, you got to get something to play the game, right? Yeah. That's it. I'm I, I'm trying to do the same thing right now. I'm I'm I gotta get a I gotta get a new horse and uh, I got two here. I hope sent one to uh, Noah this weekend. Actually sent him Saturday to Noah. While I'm working. I'll probably be pretty busy till Thanksgiving. So he's got my my little moon pup. I'm gonna play with him a little bit just just to be doing something with him better than sitting in the pen and uh i got the hound cross puff out there and they both got a good miles but you know you never know we'll see and both of them are sired by digger yeah yep. yeah they both out of digger and uh i probably like the hound cross puff better right now they definitely that litter had a better average on mouth, which you know, everybody's got their thing. I, I I like big. I really want a really big mouth. I like big mouth dogs. There, you know, most people do. But anyway, that litter had a way above average mouth, and I think mine's the one I killed probably right now. Got the sorriest mouth out of the bunch, <laughs> but he's loud. But you remember how fly was loud, but she had that real clear loud yep. mouth. He's kind of he kind of sounds like that right now, but you know he's he's a baby. Yeah, he's subject to change. But uh, and the moon pup, he's a uh, I wasn't real crazy about him. I actually bred a a double Buffalo River Sam female, or female for a guy to digger and. I just told them I wanted a pup. Well, they were, I think they're, all of them were yellow except for one that was a little female, and I kind of wanted a male. You know, the old man's getting old, so I was kind of looking for a replacement. And uh, so I got a yellow pup. Well, he kind of growed on me a little bit. He's uh, about four months old. He started treeing or baying cats, and then he started treeing them. And he's, he's fooled around and, and by half-heartedly, I don't know, fairly decent one time two weeks ago, tree a squirrel here around the house. But uh, so he's a little over five months old. I sent him to Noah and told him to play with him till I get through working. So I guess uh, later this winter, when the time comes, I'll be, I'll be trying to get these pups drinking maybe and if not, uh, I told uh, somebody the other day, I said, if that don't work out, I might just, you know, take some of this money I'm making and go buy a dog from John or somebody, one of them booty dogs or something, you know. <laughs> That's right. Well, we are. Or, or, uh, or, or either a sniper pup or something going, you know. <laughs> right. That's right. We dove off in this thing, and we ain't even had time to introduce who we talking with so Stephen L if you would introduce everybody and kind of tell them a little bit about yourself before we get too far into this thing yeah ain't no big deal bro I'm just uh Stephen Bravham been down here in Amick County most of well not most all of my life and uh we hung a little bit played a little bit been doing miles and a lot of the guys around for years and years, started out coon hunting, I don't know, in the 90s, and uh, did that a long time, wild dogs, had some pretty decent look, started a lot of nice dogs, and then as I got older, just kind of gradually shifted over to the curves, treating curves, oh, got a daughter, some grandkids, got a wife here that I don't have a clue how in the world I still got her, I guess, or I don't know. Maybe I'm just that lucky. But anyway, she 
she puts over with a lot of junk with me. I definitely don't deserve her, but good Lord bless me. And for the most part, everything I've got off into, she, she stuck with me and supported me. So it takes that oh, when you're working and you're hunting and going to a lot of hunts, which I haven't been lately, but traveling the road. It takes a it takes a good understanding woman that supports you and she oh in the past years when I was campaign digger pretty good, she she loaded up we went to Kentucky up to Lamb Twenty Lakes one year when I won the uh when I won the pro hunt in uh Rolling Fork, Yazoo City a couple of years, well, several years back. She actually was on two of the cast with me. So we had a good time, you know. Yeah, me and you, like I said, we've been knowing each other a while. We, I really, when I started coon hunting back in 06, 07, we hunted a little bit together against each other and stuff. And, uh, yeah. you know, one of the things that a bunch of people here recently has been asking about in the podcast stuff is they, they wanted to talk a little bit about cur dogs, tree and coons. Well, a lot of people probably don't know it, but Digger is as good a coon dog as he is squirrel dog. You know, I took him, he's always tree, when he was younger, he would tree coons in the morning. You know, when you try to start get going, he tree coons here and there in the morning. And then as he got older, I'd say past probably his third season, he kind of, that switch went off to where we was hunting in the morning, you know, daytime. He kind of knew what we were doing. And uh, they'll figure it out, you know, a lot, most of them will. Uh, they'll figure it out. But he's, uh, and I don't mean that's negative, uh, but especially the pure cur dogs and the mite especially the mite dogs and the briar mountain stuff i've seen a little bit more of it but so i got a belief and and this may go way off topic but i'm coming to a point here right so just hang with me but i got a thought that most of these dogs and you and you're gonna know a little bit about this miles because you've seen it in hounds when we hunted hounds a lot so you only when you get these young dogs and they're firing and i wish i could go back and do it again with digger because i believe with all my heart that's that's where we're at now but i think you're gonna get so many corrections and so many times so many hunting correction trips like where you're setting dogs up and you're getting them i call it just like in the gamecock world keeping that dog on point for a hunt right I mean, you got to have them razor sharp, you know, tight, right? I think you get so many of those, and then that dog starts getting a little bit hunt sour, a little bit hunt sour, a little bit hunt sour. And then before you know it, it's just, you kind of take the fun out of them for them, you know? And uh, so I started which I finished him, grinded him out and SD and, and done whatever I wanted to do with him. You know, I, I'm happy with what I accomplished with him. He's, he won, you know, everything I wanted him to win short of a world hunt. I never took him to one. So I wish I would have took him to some, but I just, it never worked out. So, uh, anyway, I started fooling with him a little more turn hunting. And don't get me wrong, you can take him right now. He's eight and a half years old, and he plays a hunt. I mean, I hadn't tried to set Digger up for a hunt in three or four years, and uh, so I don't really care. I just I just let Digger do what he does, you know. And you still kill a truckload of squirrels with him, but he just don't have that what he had when he was, you know, two years old, three years old, that those couple years where he was just really hot. Uh, he just don't have that kind of pop no more to him. But I start coon hunting him 
and he's got that over there. <laughs> so, you know, past couple of years, I've coon hunted him quite a bit, you know, just pleasure hunting him. And this summer, he's been in the pen all year since February. I broke him out, I guess, in August before daylight or early, early, early morning hours, just trying to get him out of the pen a little bit, get him to start getting back in shape and, uh, and cut him out here from the house. And, of course, everybody that's been here knows he, he knows all this country around me, and I can cut him out, and he knows where to go find a coon from here, and he'll go 800, 900, well, well on in there. And I turned him out the first morning this year and was washing dog pens out. And before I could get the dog pens washed out, I turned the water hose off. He done tree, you know, go in there, have a coon, roll it out. Next weekend, same thing, tree two coons for daylight. Last year we coon hunted him a good bit. He, he does pretty good on coon hunting. He's, he's generally going to have a coon, you know, and he's, He's always liked them, but I think now the more I coon hunted him past couple of years, he's he's made a pretty nice coon dog. Well, but I think it's I think it's just more fun to him, you know, because ninety percent of his coon hunting, he's never been tried to be set up or you know nothing like that. Well, that and when you coon hunt him. Most of the time, you're hunting by yourself, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, occasionally, in the wintertime, we'll go to some big deer clubs or something. And, and I've hunted him a couple times with hounds, and uh, which he don't, that don't really bother him. You know, I mean, he's not, he's not going to pull to a hound. And you know, usually he's over there like, what's that thing making all that racket on the ground for, you know? <laughs> and he'll open. Uh, which is weird. He will open a little bit on a coon track. He, if it's a hot coon, he'll open up a little bit. But usually, he just sails in there and falls trees. You know, he, if it's not red hot on the ground, he he won't say a word. He'll just slip in there and lay coons up. But he's fun. He's still fun to hunt. He just he's had two heat strokes the past couple of years and. <clears throat> Me and Mr. Ronnie Thompson was hunting, I guess this year would be three years ago. And we had made, we were killing squirrels, seeing a lot of squirrels road hunting. And uh, it was early season, October, and he got real hot. And uh, the year before, he got real hot on a cast with Ronnie, you're Ronnie. We were down there in South Louisiana down there. Me, Ronnie, and... Uh, uh, Cody, what's Cody's last name? Cody Pritchard. And he got bad hot that day, and it took him a, lot, a little while to bounce back. Within the next year, me and Ronnie got him. Ronnie Thompson got him. It was just a miracle that I told Ronnie to stop. We pulled by a mud hole. I said, stop, let me get him out. He was a little hot. Let me get him out. We just rotating dogs. I said, let me get him out. Let him get a little water on. I got him out. I mean, he was... He was fouled up bad. He, he couldn't stand up. He was staggering, falling over. And I told Ronnie, I said, I believe he would have died if we'd have waited, you know, if we'd have left him in that box before we got back, because we were miles from the truck. I said, I, I believe I'd have, we'd have killed him, you know. And he just ain't quite been the same dog since then, in my opinion. And I I tell anybody that, you know, I, I got nothing to hide. You know, people ask me, won't you? Uh, I mean, it's really no point in me going to a hunt with him anymore. And uh, it just can't hold up. You know, the last hunt I hunted him with was uh, up in the Delta. And first two rounds, I mean, he looked just awesome. I think the early round, he he treated more squirrels than anything there, you know, and, and looked really, really good. And then, the late, well, I guess it wasn't that hunt. It was... The hunt I'm thinking about was uh, over at Chris's. I drew Cody Moreland in the final and the little gunner dog, which is another little dog that's doing real nice this year. But uh, 
I drew him and he just played out, you know, in the final, he just run out of gas. And when I got home that day, I told my wife, I said, that's, that's it. You know, I, I'd been saying he's kind of semi-retired, but that, that's, that done. I just can't, I can't watch, I can't keep hunting him like that, watching a dog hunt past their prime. You know, it, it, it just, it don't do nothing for me. And, like I said, it just ain't really fair for him because he's still old. Don't still tries hard, but it's time to move on. You know, move on to something bigger and better. So I can hunt him a lot and have fun. But as far as squirrel hunting goes, yeah, we'll still pleasure hunt him some. But uh, still trying to breed a few gyps and find something. And there's been several out there out of him that I've tried to buy back and I, I can't get back. But uh. One of my sold, I kick myself in the tail every day, but it just is what it is, you know. Just trying to find that next one, and I may not never find it, you know. It, when he was younger, he was a hard measuring stick, you know. He, when you go to measuring that, you go to picking on every little thing, and I've always been bad about that. I, I have in my mind what I want, and every dog has a hole, and uh. Digger's got a hole, you know. I, I tell everybody he's not perfect. You know, when he was younger in his prime, he wasn't perfect. He had a hole, but he was the closest thing as I, for what I like, he was that. And his number one thing that he always had, and there's people that tell you this. I mean, it's no, it's no joke or or, or no nothing to hide. Is when you cut him on the first drop, he was going to get in there the quickest and be treed and have a squirrel. And he was really good off recuts. He was, that was a strong point, you know. And that's what I've been looking for ever since. And, uh, you know, didn't take it really serious till probably too late. And now I'm, I'm up to the, I'm up to the challenge of really trying to find that again. And, and I'm running out of time. <laughs> yeah. How old is he now? He's eight and a half. He'll be he'll be nine this summer. This coming summer, so yeah, just a little over eight. Gotcha. Yeah, you you had mentioned that. Uh, I don't remember who I was talking to. We was talking one day, and I told somebody that I said he is probably the best dog I've ever seen that first cut. I said because oh, that, I could. Cody Percher used to tell me. He, he told, I don't know how many people that, he said, I can tell you what he's going to do that first cut. <laughs> he was good on that first drop. It, and I kind of, there's a little tricks and stuff you can do. And and I'm, he was pretty good as a pup naturally about that. But like a lot of cur dogs, you know, he would circle in there and come back. And I just, I picked up a little switch and nothing serious, you know, I just, kind of get after him a little bit if he made a little round out there 100 yards come swinging back in there by me i just run him in there deeper and he just got deeper you know he just he figured it out and they all got quirks and he and digger had a little bit of that quirk you know curd old quirk i call it but he just kind of figured it out man when he was in his prime yeah he he was going he usually get you know we go over there in those big woods and he dropping when that snap went off, he was going to be somewhere in two minutes, three minutes tops. And it might be 150 or it might be 350, but he's going to have a squirrel that first drop. You know, you very rarely, which I mean, you, you would not see some of them, but a lot of times, a lot of the casts that I won, he's going to count on that first drop. He's going to have a squirrel. And that's, you know, he, He'd get your first and he'd have the the squirrel, you know. That's how he won a lot of his hunts. Oh, I guarantee it. Well, you tell you let me have a hundred plus out the truck, and that puts the pressure on anybody. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and that, that's all of them strong point, you know. And that's what kills me talking about <clears throat> this, just like this year, right? I mean, this year, oh, hunting the way everybody's hunting now and then sd you got 
trend curves. You got crowns. You got curves. There's a lot of that hunt Saturday uh, up at Bobby's. There was how many hounds entering that thing? Four or five? I know four. The little man, or uh, is it little man, Mr. Danny's? And then Dancer. And I won't say there's an, another one or two, so maybe three. But, you know, everybody, I, nothing that, now the little man dog, Danny's got, I, I talked to Mr. Danny a little bit via messenger. That dog really has my interest. I mean, I, just, I messaged him last year about that dog. I think Danny's probably got him straightened out now. I know he had a little junk issue, but oh, I like that dog. That dog had a good mouth. I was on another cast one day, and I could hear that dog treat a mile away. I mean, he, he's got a good mouth, and I think he's real independent. So, you know, but everybody talks about the hound thing and uh, stealing trees, you know, the ones that do and stuff like that. And it's like I told all of them, you know, I've had people at hunts tell me, oh, you know, and that that's no secret, you know, there's some of them that do. And I was like, well, you drew such and such. I'm not going to say no names, but, you know, years ago at the Mississippi State hunt, I drew a dog that was a national leader, a hound, and uh, he was at our state hunt up in the Delta, and I drew him in the uh, semifinal midday round. It's like I had people calling me, man, you better watch out. He'll steal a tree and this and that. And I said, well, I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to call mine like he does. And, uh, first cut, he just flies over there and hits a tree. Well, when he hit it, I just treat him on the, you know, first bark. And sure enough, rolled in there, covered him, but it's not. I mean, if you if you get one that can jam squirrels out the truck like that, makes it a lot easier. You kind of put everybody behind the eight ball. Oh, ain't no doubt. But everybody yep. talks about the hounds and stuff. I mean, I've been with some really nice ones. Uh, when Paul, yep. a couple of years ago, Paul was hunting that sugar-free dog. I liked her as good as anything I've ever been with. When she was on point, sugar-free was a handful and I drew her I drew her maybe maybe twice and I don't know I'd have to ask Paul but I think we're kind of if I ain't mistaken I think I think Paul beat me once and I beat him once with her but yeah she was nice I begged Paul to let me breed digger to her and uh, I think they bred her one time but I think they bred her to a hound you know something coon hunt but yeah I liked her I seen her do real good work I have no issue with her, which, I mean, the thing with a hound to me, and you know, you know this, I mean, I know you know this, because me and you come from the same style, but a hound is, to me, easier to keep on point, because you can work on a hound hard, a pure hound, you can work on a hound harder to stay on point. The curves. And I own curves, and I love curves, right? You just can't keep them on point as good as you can a hound. I mean, you're still going to get that number. You know, you still got that magical number, uh, in my opinion, of corrections and and uh, amount of setting up you can do on one. But I think it's a bigger number. You know what I mean? I think you, I think you can get a hound on point and a whole point longer then you can't appear cur. You know, that's just my opinion. Some people might not agree with that, but, you know, I, I, I just seen it too much. I mean, it, when you get one on point, <laughs> their heart. Jonathan, when Jonathan White had Dancer, I don't, I hadn't hunted with Dancer this year. I don't know what she's doing. But last year when Jonathan and them campaigned her a little bit, Jonathan White is probably the best person I know of getting a dog on point and holding them. And I'm kind of halfway figure everybody's about to find out about that too because I see he's got the boom dog down here. So I look for him to make some racket this year. 
with him. You know, I know he's building a house, and I don't know how hard he'll hunt, but Jonathan White ain't going to show up at a hunt unless the dog's on point. Right. Yep. I saw that also. Uh, yeah, I, I drew the uh, dancer dog uh, about a month ago. We went to a hunt, and uh, I had her in the finals. She by herself i think we ended up making i don't know everybody made three trees or four trees that last round and we we stayed split the whole hunt oh uh, but no i mean she looked she looked pretty good then and that's the thing she's just consistent and that's i mean you give me a dog that's consistent right. and i know what they're gonna do day in and day out they hard to beat well, that's the name of the game. I mean, you get a dog on point, and you and and they stay on point, and they're consistent. That I don't care if they're curve, mountain curve, tree and curve, hound, whatever. I don't care. I am not. And everybody says, "Well, you can't find that dog, said, dude." I don't care what it is. I can hunt a purple people eater I, at this point. I don't care in my life. You know, I, I I'm not dedicated to any one thing. I, hey. I try anything if it can live up to what I like, and that's a big part of the problem, right? I mean, I ask a lot out of one, and, and if they don't have it, well, I mean, I'm just going to move on and keep feeding dog feed to the ones that I, you know, until I can get it, until I can get that, I'm just not going to be happy. I enjoy going squirrel hunting, yes. I enjoy going coon hunting, yes. But I don't want a mediocre dog. I don't care if I don't go to any hunt this winter. I still want that type of dog that I like, and, and that's – I'm not going to be satisfied till then. But, yeah, last year, Dancer, when I hunted with her, saw her, uh, she looked real nice to me, man. You know, there's, there's several dogs out there right now it's, I saw, I saw a scorecard of uh, the spring dog in that USDC hunt this weekend. Man, I don't know what that thing did, but she shellacked them in that final. It looked like, but Joey Poston's little spring dog. That thing showed out this weekend. I don't remember what the final score was, but treat some squirrels i know that and you know that dog's got to be on point anything anything them guys are are pulling with it's it's ready yeah i hadn't uh i hadn't got to keep up with a whole lot at the deer camp for this weekend but uh yeah i saw that she had won a hunt um speaking of scorecards i'll tell you who else i saw um that stormy dog that mike powers is hunting put on a clinic this morning i think she had like yeah. 775 750 plus 775 plus and another another one speaking of stormy i saw this weekend and this dog is the dog that i was thinking about which was digger's second to last hunt at the state hunt last year i think i went to two what did i go to two or three hunts last year state hunt was one of them i know and the parkins uh Oh, that gone it. Is it Josh that came to Bobby's last year? Yeah, he comes. Josh Perkins. He come. They come down and hunted uh, with Jonathan and them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That little female Storm, the little tricolored female. Is her name Storm? Yeah, that that's her. Her and uh, yeah, uh, him and Jonathan was partners on her. Jonathan yeah, actually yeah. hunted her I up before still, the hunt. Yeah. So he he uh. I saw this weekend, she looked real good, too. And boy, I tell you, last year, um, which I had, he wasn't ready. You know, no excuses, but wasn't ready. Uh, I hadn't set him up in years. But anyway, I took him to the state hunt to, to see everybody and, and get the old dude out hunting. But I jumped out there right off the bat and, and slammed the squirrel. And she moved on a tree, I think. She was in between us and him, and uh, she took a minus. Her and uh, 
there was another dog on that cast, and I can't remember. But anyway, so, so Digger one goes up one, you know, and I'm thinking this this is good, and uh, she gets retrieved. He gets retrieved. Uh, I think he has a circle tree. Uh, we pull her off of squirrel, I believe. We recut, and there was a third dog in there, but I, I can't remember for the life of me who it was. But anyway, so Digger flies in there and nails the tree again. And then those two gyps, it was two gyps. They come in there. It was Storm and another one. Right in there close. And I, I don't know what happened, but for whatever reason, she's just right there where he was at. She trees. And then the other female trees right here, 15 steps. And then Digger, I don't know if it was too much tree dog air for him or what. Or, or squirrel timbered maybe, but anyway, he ends up another 100 yards to the left, so we minus and I retrieve him over there, and he's got another squirrel. But she's got, Storm's got a squirrel again in a bush. I mean a bush. It wasn't big around my arm. And in South Mississippi, you know, that's that's impressive, uh, even to find it at that point. But anyway, and then the other little female had a squirrel. Oh, I know who it was. It was a... Uh, Oh, the guy, the guy hunting the uh, the little junior dog, the little yellow looking G- junior or Jr. They call him, I think. Lynn, his friends were Jonathan White. Lynn Johnson. What's his name? Lynn. Lynn Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was hunting a female that day. Can't remember her name, but anyway, they started coming on. Well, we recut. Again, Digger off of that. So we gather them up. We go to Digger, and he's got another squirrel. But he took a minus. Like I said, he moved. I don't know if he timbered or what. But anyway, he moved down 100 yards. And we recut. And, man, that storm jilt come alive. And that was the first time that I ever seen Digger. And, and when it was over with, I felt like, you know how a dog, you can tell when a dog gets a little bit intimidated by another dog and they start, they, they busting guts, you know, trying to get ahead of them or, or outdo them or whatever. And she just, she kept getting stronger. And she ended up, she ended up winning the cash. She had another squirrel at the end of that hunt. And uh, she looked good. She did. That dog impressed me a lot. I really liked that jip. And she's a good looking jip too. Well, as much as she impressed you, she went on to win the second round, and then she impressed me that much on the finals. I ended up making it to yeah, the finals with won. Sniper. That's right. And, yeah, uh, she, won the, she won the state uh, state hunt, didn't she? Yep, treated a couple squirrels in that final cast uh, and looked pretty good. Well, we had a little hiccup. I think we all took a minus. I don't know what happened, if a squirrel timbered in there or what, but they got in there and kind of all, all three of them. Um but then she went right back to clicking them, and she treated a couple of squirrels, and looked really, really and good. I think, yeah, and I think that, like I said, you know, that this that was her last year would have been her first really year of of getting into in the game much, and I could tell she had a ton of potential, and it looks like uh, they're off to a good start this year, which I hadn't really asked much about her, but you know, if they had her, they had her out, they they probably done seen something again, you know. <laughs> The Perkins boys usually ain't gonna haul one. They don't think they can win with. Well, if she does like she she did on the cast we had, she she don't have no problem treating those squirrels. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, I like her. She's she's nice jip, good looking jip too. Had a male dog head, beautiful dog, good mouth. Yeah, she's nice. I I really liked her. I do uh, maybe maybe. Maybe uh, Josh and them is interested in a good-looking soil quarter horse or something. I can swap them a horse or something for it one day. <laughs> uh, Man, I don't know. But anyway, yeah, I, no, I'm just joking. Maybe if they hear that, they, you know, like I said, somebody, somebody will be calling them off and a stallion or something, you know. But anyway, no, it's a lot of good hunts. Like, looks like a lot of, a lot of hunts going on this year. A lot of good dogs out there. I wish I had something to contend with. <laughs> yeah, we gonna like I said, we we deer hunted this weekend. I called Mr. J W on the way home from the camp. I said, Hey, 
we back to squirrel dogging this week, so I'll be back peddling and trying to get ready. My, my. Y'all got y'all got a nice, y'all got a couple nice ones down there. We do. We, nobody, old boy. I know y'all got some down there. No, they they do pretty good. We we like how they operate, but my uh my handling partner, he's down right now. Uh, he him and, got a new baby in. Yep. Him and his wife, they had a, a little boy Wednesday, so that's right. He said, I'm, "Congratulations, Ronnie!" Yeah, he said, "Man, I might not be able to hunt for a week or two. I said, "I guess so." Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. I remember uh, when my daughter was real little, man. That that stuff, you know, you take that for granted when kids are young, and and now it's kind of, I'm excited, right? I got these. These grand boys, uh, especially Shelby's little boy, he's man, he's a he's a time dad already. You know, he's two years old, and I can tell, or, or at least I think he is. But I hope. You know, I, I wake up every day. I guess it's old age wearing on us, getting older. But I wake up every day, and you know, I I'm far from a preacher, right? You know, but uh. I watch that sun. Usually I'm at work well before daylight and I watch that sun come up. My kind of my morning routine, I watch that sun come up and get somewhere where I can see that sun come up. You know, I I'll say a little thanks and uh to the big guy upstairs and I say, Man, I hope I can live to see this boy get old enough to enjoy him, you know, doing some of those things with with dogs and stuff, you know, it, I'm really looking forward to it. I, I hope I got something worth a darn for him to hunt one day. But yeah, you gotta you gotta tend to them kids when they little like that. Uh, Ronnie, Ronnie, I think Ronnie's gonna do a great job. And his little girl, he's he's had her at hunts and pleasure hunted with us before with her. And he's, I think Ronnie's a good guy, good dad. So he'll do good. I know he will. Yeah, and uh, that was so. I got twins. I got a little boy and a little girl. But my little girl is absolutely no patience. She don't like deer hunting. She don't like sitting in a deer stand. <laughs> so yesterday evening we went hunting. She was like, "Daddy, I'm not going." So my wife, who really wanted to be there when my son shot his first deer, she's like, "Oh, we'll stay at the camp." Well, yesterday morning we had went and tracked a deer for a, another kid in the camp, and when I got I got back to the camp yesterday. We got everything done. Everybody was messing with Everett about his deer and all. And uh, Ainsley kind of tugged on me. She said, Daddy, Daddy, I think I'm just going to track the deer because I like that. I said, why do you like that so much? Well, it was a lot faster. I said, all right. Well, I said, baby, you don't understand that it may not always be faster. It, uh, You could get into some sticky situations with that, so. We probably oh, yeah. going to start making us a little round behind the house, just make a tree, make two trees with Dream. and uh, That's all it takes, man. That, look, kids, I know when I was younger, when I was a kid, I I like deer hunting, don't get me wrong, but, man, I was so bored. And you can't expect those little kids, you know, you got to take them. Like when Shelby was coming up, when she was a kid, I would wait, man. I'd take her at, you know, I, I wasn't pissing to go sit no four-hour set with her. I'd take her the last hour and a half of daylight, you know, an evening hunt. And it, she don't have to get up early, freezing, you know, take them on decent days, hour and a half set. And generally, if you stay out of there and keep pressure off of it, you take them kids in that, in that spot you got kind of designated for them. That's all you really need. Them kids see deer. And when Shelby got a little bit older, I mean, she didn't even have to shoot, which I had to finally take the gun away from her one year. But uh, she just liked seeing deer. You know, they like seeing deer. And taking them squirrel hunting, little short trips. Man, kids can kick rocks and do backflips and whatever else. You know, let them be a kid. So, you know, I try to keep a dog here. That's just like now I try to take as many people as I can with digger. I'll just let, you know, he just tree squirrels and or coon, whatever, and I just let them kids 
blast away. I ain't put a dog snap on him at a tree in probably two years. I mean, we shoot a squirrel out and let him run over and get it. I don't care, you know. So this is fun. The kids have a big time with it, you know. And that's what it's all about. Yeah, that's exactly right. There's a there's a time for all seriousness, and and don't get me wrong. Like I said, I'm I'm a serious type guy. I have a I have a type of dog that I like, but you can have both if you if you do it right. You know, you can have a good time with kids and stuff. But you know, I can have a dog here too. That I hope one day I have another one here that uh, you know, I go when I pull up at a hunt, I'm pretty confident that I I got a shot. You know. I got a good chance. So, and if I don't have one by next year, I'll be on the uh, I'll be on the market, guys. So, any of y'all looking for somebody? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll take one to town. <laughs> well, I told somebody the other day we were talking about you know rule changes and the dogs changing and kind of everything evolving. And I said, look, I said I'm a hunt what I enjoy, and I'm gonna go to the hunts. I said when it gets to a point in my life where I don't enjoy going hunting yeah. or going to a hunt or pleasure hunting or whatever it may be. I said, I'm not going to go. I said, I don't, I go to enjoy it. I have fun. Right. I, yeah, I'm as competitive as anybody. I want to win, but I also want to go and have a good time. And I want to go see a, a good dog work, whether it's mine or the other two on the cast or whatever it may be. But that's just kind of where I am in life, you know. All right. Oh, I still I love a, I love a good tree dog loading up, man. I, I love, and I look and Digger by no means has a blow away mouth, you know. I mean, he, when he was younger, he had a good, better than average mouth, but now it's you know it's mediocre average. Uh, he's lost a little volume on it, but man, I love to hear a good tree dog. There was somebody. A, a little while back posted on one of the pages i think it was the guy that's got the woodpecker dog who was selling an english dog for somebody and i messaged him and if he'd have been closer and i wouldn't been working as much as i was if he'd have been memphis south you know closer to me i wouldn't have to fool with a dog hauler and all that I would have went and bought that dog. It was a big, red tick English dog, and he was treeing squirrels. He was selling him for somebody. And we talked on Messenger, and I, I talked a little bit with him. And, uh, look, this is a red tick English coonhound, guys. And when I'm telling you, he sent me some videos of this dog loading up on a tree. It just sent chills down your spine. Big. I don't know, man. Sound like a 40-second locate and then just roll right over every bird tree dog. I told my wife, I said, if this guy is anywhere close enough for me to drive to, I'm listening about his dog. <laughs> he was way up northeast Tennessee. I mean, it was like a 13-hour turnaround, a 13-hour one-way drive. Let me take that back. And I was like, nah, there's no way I can do that right now. I just come back from vacation. And the the way I am at work right now, I just I can't get away that much right now. So I just I decided against it and didn't go by him. But if he would have been in Memphis, y'all be y'all be pointing at me talking about them hound haters. <laughs> Cause I'd have bought him, man. I'd have bought him. A load is located. He had a good mile. Well, that one Ronnie had, Ronnie used to have an English dog. I liked him. Oh, yeah. What was that little dog's name? Where did he get off to anyway? I liked him, too. The little blue blue English dog. Right? Man, I don't know what happened. I, I have no know. idea where he got off to, but that dude would go hunt. He would go and get hooked. Yeah, I think... Uh... They did some good, you know, they they did decent in some hunts and stuff with him, but Ronnie, man, I don't know. <laughs> Ronnie will trade and swap and get rid of <laughs> you, you don't know. I go to his house about once a week. I don't know what I'm gonna pull up and see. Well, Ronnie 
the little penny dog. When Ronnie had a little penny dog, that's the one I met Ronnie, and he used to come up here and hunt. And we pleasure hunt a time or two, and uh, Penny was young in her prime. Digger was in his prime, and look, me and, me and Ronnie used to trade paint pretty hard. You know, we, Penny win one week, and I'd win one week. I don't know. I don't know who come out on top of that battle. Uh, Ronnie used to mess with me. Well, it's my turn to win. I don't know. You know so. But we went back and forth there. Penny was a nice little dog. When Ronnie had her, she was she was nice. She was a squirrel dog, and she was gator bred, wasn't she? Yeah, she was gator bred. Uh, Brandon Lowry trained her, um, and she was a, a solid little dog. She treat coons at night too, coons, possums, yeah. squirrels, you name it. Oh, well, look when she no when she had her day, she was a holy terror on squirrel. I mean, she would she would treat squirrels and do it in fine fashion. Nice little dog. Not knocking her at all. Oh, I told Ronnie a few times messing with him. I said, "Man, if anybody else would have probably owned that dog, no telling what she'd have won." <laughs> I give him a hard time, you know. Yeah, I do too. I do too. But I rag on him. I rag on him all the time in our little text message. He's hunting sniper or a little sniper. I'm like, man. You know, the other day when you won, I said, man, just imagine if y'all had somebody else on a little sniper. Y'all could have both got in that phone. Man, I don't think he liked that. <laughs> but I but I mess with him, right? I mess with him. Ronnie knows, hey, I, I'll, stop doing, I'll stop whatever I'm doing and go help Ronnie anytime. He, he's good people by me. I told him the other day, I said, look, I got dream, you know, hunted up and ready i said won't you hunt her next week and i'll take yours and fix him and, and get him right no he he got swole up but no they they getting on the right track and like i said he had to he's gonna take a little vacation with the baby but he's yeah. gonna uh he'll be hard to handle this year for sure oh yeah soccer's uh one of the last one of the last on time with him he's he's a handful he's he's a contender you know like him or hate him, what's they all saying? Hate him or love him. He's he's always gonna be a handful, you know. It is what it is. He moves around good. I like the little dog. He's action packed. But yeah. I think Ronnie'll get on they'll 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 break their ice here for long. I don't know. Ronnie Ronnie just has terrible looks sometimes, I think. Just you know, you can have the best dog if you don't catch a break, man. You, and these hunts now with the caliper dogs that's out there, you know, all over the country out here now. You, at some point, you got to catch a break, right? I mean, at some point during three rounds in one day or even two rounds, whatever, you, you need to catch a break. And you got a consistent dog and you catch a break. All you take is that one break. That changes the whole outlook on everything. No, oh, that's exactly right. That's what I tell people all the time. I said, give me a little look. I'll take that over a, a excellent dog any day. I said, Cause, oh, my God. Me and Shane Mason was hunting up there one day. He had Dexter judging us. And he was hunting, uh, what was the hound they had? Profit? Yeah, yeah. old Profit. Yeah. Shane had him there and was hunting him and, uh, we got in the middle of the day, and Prophet was just running in there and jamming at it. All good trees, right? I mean, big oaks, holes, you know, den, no doubt dens, big nest everywhere. Digger goes plumb nearly, makes a big loop, comes back. I seen him come through the woods 300 yards out there ahead of us. He keeps going north, and, uh, Profit goes in there another 400 yards or so, trees again. We done scored, I don't know, three or four trees. And we're getting on into this thing pretty deep. And we go to Profit and uh, Dexter, Alexander, was judging. And I told him, I said, he's tree. I'm not treeing him, but he's tree. When we pull that, I'm going to step out here. 
when he pulls that dog off that tree, stand right here with me. Before he gets cut back loose, I want to treat him, but I need you to hear him first, right? You know? So we standing 50 yards from the tree. When Shane goes to handle him, we back up. And when he pulls him off the tree, you can hear him in there. Go, go, go. I said, you got him? Yeah, tree. So he's, uh, I think it was six tents in there. And we walk in there and shake around a little bit. He's on the other side of a little slew right there. I wade across. I go shaking a big gum right there. There says, I got him. And I, I walk back out. And there's like five or six minutes left to hunt, you know. And uh, there she said, man, I can't believe that. I said, well, I've seen him do that. He said, that's luck. You know, one tree got a squirrel. Only one you made. I said, well. That's all I want to need. <laughs> that one, you know. It, that's a little lucky now. You got to catch a break. So I, I was fortunate enough. I had a gray squirrel in South Mississippi to stay put, you know, that long. Because it took us forever to walk in there. So that's a break. That's what I consider a break too, right? I mean, you, you catch a break right there. Oh, ain't no doubt. Ain't no doubt. Are you... Yeah. Or, you know, you had that cast where they dinned up all day, all day, all day. And you get one tree and you just hit it just right. And you're able to get that squirrel come out the den and get it plus. Yeah. That's that's the make or break hey, of the cast. And that I'll take that I've all never, day. I've never, right, many squirrel hunts I've been to, I've never, and this is a prime example. Sometimes the lady looks, right? I've never, ever, ever. I've seen people do it. I watched Greg Manor do it three times one day. Never been able to beat a squirrel out of a tree. Never. I've never had a squirrel run out of a hole in a tree with me beating on it or whatever. Look, we up there at that pro hunt, when I won it, tree of a big oak. We boss man, the jamming boss man dog's got some circle. I got a little circle. Walk up to that tree. It's got a big split in it. Giant oak, man, giant. And I take the old coon dog trick, take that bottle out, that old, that empty water bottle out, and I rake it up and down, and I run it in that hole and start scrubbing it around in there. And Rod Hardy's. There he goes. I got him. <laughs> so, won it right there. So, you know, that's just that's a little lady look, catching a break, you know. That's the only squirrel I've ever had come out of a hole in a tree to win a cast. It just so happened to be the most important one I've ever had run out of a hole. But... Well, I'd rather be lucky than good. That's it. That's it. I had one happen one time, and man, I, ooh, I don't want to say this. Who beat me? But Clifton Robertson beat me at Bobby's. I guess it was two or three years ago. He had Abby. I was hunting fly, and uh, I can't think. The boy from North Mississippi that's got the Rolex dog. Josh, the Josh. Josh. Yeah. yeah, we had a heck of a cast. I mean, we stayed split. We all had three trees. I'm sorry, they both had three trees. Fly had four. Bad windy day, South Mississippi. The end up, and uh, I've got to cast one. Hunt's over. Clifton is treed. We walk in there, and he is treed up. I don't know what it, it looked like a pecan tree, but it was kind of had a knot in it and it was about as big around as your leg and about 15 foot high. Yeah. And he touched the side of the tree and a squirrel ran out. I said, you've got to be kidding me, but it happened. It absolutely hey, happened. I take that. I take back what I said. One of the first hunts I ever went to in NSD Digger was extremely young. 
I drew Clifton Robertson. The first time I ever hunted with Clifton Robertson, right? I whooped a squirrel out of a dead pine tree in Forest, Mississippi for Abby. Sure did. So it's been two times I ran one out of a hole in a tree. She was treated on a dead pine. Abby was probably, she may have been four or five. Cliff was hunting her. And uh, I walked up there and went to banging on that tree with a, a big limb that was laying at the base of the tree. And a squirrel run out of a woodpecker hole in that big pine tree. So always, always got a hoot out of hunting with, uh, with Cliff. Cliff's a good guy. I like hunting with Cliff. He's, he's, he's a nut. And oh, he hates Digger. I can't tell you to his face. I hate that dog. And he was hunting with him when he was a pup then. But, you know, as he progressed, he, he Cliff and Drew him quite a few times. And he's like, God, I hate drawing him. He'd always pick at me, you know. Yeah, I always. I like hunting with Cliff. We always have a good time. I'll tell you oh, what. Oh, if you can't have a good time with Cliff, you can't have a good time. He, you know, huh. he's just. He's just a good old guy. I'll tell you this. There ain't many people that can walk as fast as him either. No. No. Cliff can walk. For sure. For sure, buddy. Well, man, we've been going. Yeah, that's what I was supposed to say. Uh, It looks like everybody's got off to a good start. I'm going to try to get through working here pretty soon, do a little hunting. I'm going to try to come to a few hunts. I, I hadn't said nobody much but i do gotta before we leave i will say i got a a friend of mine here that's got a two-year-old and i think i may have told you about it but anyway he's got a he's got a two-year-old out of digger that we call diesel and his son's hunting and uh he's nice he's a i think i think miles he i think he may be a, a handful he's from what I've seen, he's got the tools now. He ain't been to town, right? So we don't really know. But uh, I got a I got a little calendar out, and I think we're gonna try to we're gonna try to come to a few. Bring we're gonna bring the little diesel dog and see what he can do. But it looks like everybody's off to a good start. Of course, we're not gonna we we ain't worried about trying to do no heavy duty campaign this year. We need to kind of we're gonna go to a few and assess our our uh stock right we're gonna go see what what he can do maybe man yeah that's kind of us we're gonna we're gonna hit a few more hunts we got uh ground floor hunt in mississippi we're going to jpi hunt we're going to and then we're gonna probably end yeah. up going to a world hunter two maybe three i don't know it just depends on kind of where things are and and, and what's going on with I really like the Mississippi right. State hunt. We try to go to that every year. It's always a big turnout. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good hunt. Yep. I'm going to try to have a, I know you know, I'll, I'll let the rest of everybody else know. I bought some more property right here at my house, and it was old deer camp on. I remodeled and stuff. And uh, it won't be this year because my daughter and my son-in-law are building a house, and they're staying in my camp right now. So, uh they'll be moved in in the spring uh hopefully probably about march and so it's a very good possibility that maybe we have a may hunt here again i hadn't had any hunts in the last two years i've been just so busy at work but i've already talked to to jimmy we're gonna we may try to do a little kickoff here this this summer in may it's coming may and uh i don't know we may do like a a shootout hunt or something here and, and next fall I, I plan on trying to have uh, I may reserve this location here for just uh, you know have a couple hundred dollar shootouts or something you know not necessarily just open events but maybe some some nine dog hunts you know a little better a little better hunt or something you know for the guys that like that type of deal this would be an option for them right you know so Man, yeah, that's our, to me, that's the, that's the best format for me personally. I like the nine dog. You can go have your hunt, hunt your morning round, And if you want to go right back out, you know, be home at a decent hour, have a good, you know, two rounds and, uh, well, that, it makes it, it makes it work as wild too. Right. You know, 
it's uh it's a little better. I lo- personally, I really like the the SD hundred dollar nine dog shootout. You know, that's to me that's that's a that's a good format, and I like it. You know, it's a good format that that's not an outrageous entry, and it's it's more of a any person that just about all of us, you know. A hundred dollar entry is not bad, you know. At a local level, you guys in Louisiana, that's not a far drive. Me here, you know, Mr. Ronnie or, or Mr. Ronnie Thompson or anybody else that that hunts the NSD hunts, that's that's a pretty good little hunt. And then I got this, like I said here too, I got this cabin. A few few folks want to travel. I had this cabin here. It'll sleep a few people, so hey, you can come down on a on a Friday or whatever and we'll hunt Saturday and you're you're welcome to stay here or it'll be here. So we're looking forward to getting that kicked off. Me and the wife, she's kinda excited about it. I've mentioned it to her, so Yeah. We're hoping this this coming season and, and next year is gonna be a good year for us. So we're looking forward to it. We're gonna try this little diesel dog out. And then I got a couple pups. See how they pan out. So We'll just see what the future holds. Hope everybody has a great, great year. Uh, I'll be around. Like I said, we'll we'll see y'all soon and get out and see what's shaking. Man, yeah. Well, like I said, I'm gonna get up there in a week or so and we'll we'll go make a little round and try to work on some dogs and, and get them ready. Looking like Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm hoping I'm. I've been working the outage uh, this week. We've, I've been working seven twelves, but anyway, uh, I think about Thanksgiving. Maybe it's going to shake a little bit to where I can start getting a little time here lately. I've been. I had a friend of mine the other night, Chris Duck, called. Oh, man! I made up with coons on the deer feeders. Where I need you to bring Digger over. I said, "Well, Bud, I would love to, but." <laughs> Right now I can't, so just hang tight. Give it about, give it about Thanksgiving, and and we'll get after them. So I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm excited. I'm as excited this year to get out and do a little hunting and just pleasure hunt, coon hunt, squirrel hunt, and uh, hold this diesel dog a little bit with my bud and uh, see how he looks and and go to a few hunts with him. So I enjoy it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited this year. I didn't get to quite do what I wanted to last year, so I'm looking forward to this year. If it would get some rain, too, y'all, please, please, pray for some rain. We need it bad. It's horrible. It's so dry. Yes. Got to be tough on these dogs. It's bad down here, for sure. Yes, indeed. All right, brother. Well, if you're good with it, I'm good with it, man. We'll. We'll call it off. We'll try it again another time. Yeah, man. I appreciate it. And we, uh, at the Hunting Dog Public, we all appreciate you coming on and, and talking a little bit tonight. And I'll get this thing edited and, and put it out. All right, dude. Well, look, have a great night. All right, we'll man. See you T- then. Take care.